Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Shut up and sit down. Hey everybody, Adam back with another episode of the Bowhunter Chronicles podcast brought to you by Tacticam, the easiest way to share your hunts. Uh, you can check them out at Tacticam.com. So we got to start this off by saying um, we unfortunately, uh, due to the change, are not going to be able to make it to the Total Archery Challenge at Boyne Mountain this year. Um, after looking over our schedules, um, Ernie, Frank, and uh, the rest of our group um, are headed up to Colorado. Uh, the season starts the Monday following, um, so they're taking off. Uh, during that time and then John is going to be headed out to Montana um, so that kind of leaves us out as far as um, you know being able to make it and still have time to, to do our hunting and and continue on with those uh, western elk hopes and dreams so uh, unfortunately we're not going to be able to make it up to that event this year um, something that we look forward to every year seeing everybody and and catching up and, and getting to to do, um, you know, what we do, uh, which is, you know, talk to everybody about bow hunting and, and, you know, shoot and kind of catch up. So, uh, unfortunately we're not going to be able to make that, um, this, this episode here, uh, is kind of broken up into two episodes. So this is going to be the early season Turkey, uh, with John and Ernie's hunts and we are actually back together again. So that's fun. Um, it's a, it's a good episode. Uh, Uncle Frank has a few sodas in him, so you get uh, you get the full experience of uh, you know kind of what we bring to the table. Um, and I just want to say thank you guys uh, for following along. Thanks to the Patreons. Uh, if you want to check out our, our our Patreon page, you can go to uh, patreon.com forward slash Bowhunter Chronicles Podcast and see what that's all about. We do quarterly giveaways. We got a Facebook group. We do Zoom uh, meetings and chats and, and kind of catch up with everybody. Uh, this quarter, we're giving away a Traeger uh, Wi-Fi enabled uh, pellet grill. That's the 575 Pro Series, I believe. Uh, we're also giving away a, a Tacticam uh, solo package, as well as a package from Basemap, one of their Pro Packs, uh, one-year subscription, as well as a swag pack from them. And uh, you can check all that out, and then definitely check out our YouTube page. We've got everything, uh, you know, we reference it in this uh, episode quite a bit, but uh, we're starting to get some more of these hunting videos put up and um, trying to drive some content over there. There'll be a live uh, version of this podcast, uh, the video podcast, and I'm going to edit in kind of what we're talking about. So it'll be cool to, to kind of hear us break down and explain everything that's going on uh, as well as that. 
and uh, that'll be out for the patrons here real soon. And, you know, thank you everybody for following along, listening, and uh, sticking with us. Hope everyone's doing well in this uh, trying time. Um, it's kind of all I got. I know you're going to like this episode. Like I said, lots of Uncle Frank. So um, with that said, enjoy the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, everybody. Adam back with another episode of the Bowhunter Chronicles podcast. We're sitting here actually in the studio, six feet, two arm lengths apart, roughly. Um, but um, it, here in Michigan, we're, we can allow four people in the store. We can do this, that, and the other thing. So it's we're, we're right on the border here. I guess if we, if we were a business, we could be open. Um, <laughs> um, anyways, we're going to go and kind of talk about our, our turkey season, um, kind of everything it's been. I don't know. Personally, I would say probably the most fun turkey season. I mean, last year was really fun and uh, kind of get into that because I've got some thoughts about like wh- how our season went and kind of where where uh, I guess how I feel about my season in particular. Um, but we got everybody here. We said John, Ernie, Frank, and um, just getting, getting kind of getting you guys spun up with uh, what's been going on. So um, I guess, John, since you, it was your season and Ernie season were the first seasons because you guys kind of got screwed out of hunting last year just because of, you know, time and everything. Um, what was the setup this year as far as like how we were going into it and the, the approach? Well, this year I was going to, this year I decided I was going to try to shoot one with a guillotine head or a bull head. So we were going to set up a close, kind of like what your setup was last year, but <laughs> real close. That was close. That was close. <laughs> uh, we had a mix of. We have a mix of private and public. I was trying to scout out the public lands, been up just north of our place. We this year also we decided to stay in our in our county, right? So we which I think was a good thing because of what was going on. Right? Yeah, because well, last year, yeah, last year was awesome. You know, we had fun, good time being up north and all of our old spots, and but it took we could hunt more. I think around here being close to home, we can get more hunts in than, you know, than just right. a weekend up north. and Nowhere near the travel time. No. Long. Right. Yeah. So I had been doing some scouting. I would found some birds, you know, in my deer hunting spot from last fall. I seen birds. So I went up there, located some birds, uh, kind of got some somewhat patterns down. Uh, and then uh, we we had been getting consistent uh, pictures on the cameras from the uh, the cell cameras on the private property, so we knew there were some good birds there, and you know, I guess we just kind of went from there. But you had been scouting, you know, and you had these birds down to a science for for your opening day on the public with no cameras, no yeah. anything like that. How did you um, like find those birds, or what made you go up to that spot, or whatever? Like. I'd, I'd spotted those, I mean, I'd seen a bunch of birds and a bunch of sign and stuff up in the fall. And I had a tag in the fall, and I, you know, I actually got fairly close to a couple hens. 
But so that was, and it was in our area and public, you know, close to home. So I just started going up there and just walking around. And the very first night I went up there, I parked my truck. And I think there was actually a video. As I pulled in, I seen a hen take off. Then I walked around and I seen another hen and then walked all the way back and circled. As I was coming back to my truck, there was two hens feeding right next to my truck. Not way back in the woods, you know. I was like, well, the birds are here. So, And then I went over to another section, ended up locating some, uh, you know, strut zones, and dust bowls and stuff like that. Seen some really good, you know, gobbler tracks. And so I just kind of went up probably three or four different times during the, you know, different times of the day and uh end up locating the birds and kind of finding where they were kind of around 11 o'clock there was like a little strut zone and they were crossing so that was one of the areas that we were going to key in on and then i'd always go up i'd always make sure to get up there in the evening too because there's a lot of traffic in that area and there's a little pipeline lots of dirt and stuff so during the day with all like dirt bikes and just people you know especially being on this uh you know covid lockdown stuff people are just out walking and you know doing stuff around their houses and there's some pretty there's a decent population of houses right up around in that area riding their bikes right walking their dogs so in the evening i would know that you know if there was fresh tracks that weren't all you know on top of all the other tracks i knew and which way they were going i would kind of have an idea like where they'd be roosting and so I did that several nights, and then right before, you know, opening day, got up there, ended up spotting some birds, and I, you know, pretty much put them to bed. I figured, uh, you know, I kind of figured where they were at, like, got down. Kind of figured where they were at. A little tight, a little tight. Up, yeah, ended up, yeah, I mean, I'm sure our listeners already heard that story. We, we kind of talked about it on... I think we talked about it on the Hunterbore podcast that's okay. coming out this week. So oh, I don't, okay. I don't think uh, I don't think we actually so, got yeah, into so, the the tail. Yeah. Um, so well, we can the, get to that of the closeness. You mean? Yeah. Or? Yeah. So so <laughs> pinpoint accuracy. You, you, I mean, <laughs> like being underneath the birds. You know, like so, when you get out there or what? So you you, know? you put these birds to bed, and so you, that's Ooh. where you that's where you and I were hunting. Yep. And so then Frank and Ernie were on a whole nother um piece of property um everything so what was your guys's plan and and what did you guys have set up well we went over the couple days before wasn't it yeah so yeah, a couple days before well it was where i missed biggest turkey in michigan last year <laughs> it was state know, record because i i did shoot a little quick you know i mean i was a little premature i think on the on the shot you know but um, we we went back over there and we kind of reassessed the where we were and and then Adam's brother told us, well, we can hunt this property too. So we looked at it and we that's where we set the tent. Then you know, a uh, little little bigger area I think, and it was a little broader, you know, and, and the birds kind of frequented it more, a little bit more. So well, we've seen stuff going on there last well, year. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the birds went through there. 
Yeah. You know, so that's that's kind of what we did is, and we set the tent there, and then we we set the other tent too. At, at another piece of property that we had, right? Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it's, and it was private land. But we set that tent down there, and thinking, yeah, this is, you know, seen a lot, a lot of turkeys on the camera and stuff, you know. So, so we're good to go. So, so you guys had two options, two yeah, different, two yeah. different tents set up. Well, you know, and and with John and I. We went in and we brought the tent with us. And like, if you look on the Instagram, there's a little, uh, right. Uh, John like showcasing his uh, well, sense of humor there, stalking ability. <laughs> yeah, and it's more uh, run and gun is maybe not be the proper term to use, but that's basically was, what you guys were doing. You was, were going and setting up, and if you had to move later, you'd pack it up, right. go. Whereas these other spots are set up for you show up. Do your thing. If it happens, it happens, and you back out. Johnny, we leave those setups Johnny there. Is more like shuffling gun. I was trying to be like. I've never, I've never done that with a tent before, but you know, I thought it was pretty cool, though. You know, I, mean, I was, was trying effective, to. You know, I got that from uh, the Toy Story movies where you know, <laughs> where uh, Woody and Buzz are sneaking into right. the, the pizza. The pizza planet. When he was doing that walking, I swear to God, I thought I seen a one gallon Ziploc come out of the bottom of his tent. Oh, no. no. Maybe not. No. I don't we'll have so. to look, review the footage. Oh, yeah. Hey, I just talked to him the other day. We were doing some stuff in the back of the truck. He still had it in there. I'm serious. Another story. And, and, and for the Patreons that get on the Zoom chat, maybe that you'll find out what the. You what could add that to one about, of your but, stories, Frank. Oh. No, one of his stories. Well, that might be the closing I, I, argument today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so we, John, we get uh, we we get out, and uh, I, I'd never been to this property um, ever. So I am just following. I drive over to John's house, and and uh, you know it's just one of these things. When we get into like the filming aspect of this, like last year. It was like a trial run for um, whitetail season. And this year it was like a trial run with getting everybody in there. And then we were using the tact cams. We got all these, these uh, you know, different SD cards and all this stuff. And, I mean, we had like seven cameras. And, and, and for the four of us, you know, that's that's a reasonable amount because you could have, you know, two or three with one got one set of guys and two or three, uh, you know, just point of view cameras and stuff like that. But managing all the SD cards, I, I get over to John's and he's like, I gave you all the SD cards. I don't have any. And I'm like, really? And he's like, I told you that John tells me things very subtly. Like it's not like there's no reminder. It's once, <laughs> once, once. And that's, once. and it was a week ago. So, I get over there, and luckily we don't live too far apart, so I drive over there and go back. and And John was really antsy. I mean, it, it, and you know, completely different Frank and Ernie's versus where John and I were at because it was public land, and there is a lot of traffic. And so we had you know, a lot of traffic too. <laughs> yeah, well, you guys were on private property near a road, so it's completely different. <laughs> uh, traffic, <laughs> traffic. <laughs> What's the bitch? <laughs> so, oh, I want to thank whoever that was that unlocked their car. Too. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> kind of helped me out. So, 
So we get over there and we go past this like homeless guys encampment <laughs> and we park and then we're, we're walking down and, and, you know, and to, to, this is my fault really, but I don't have John's video edited uh, for his hunt or for that day or for anything because we'll get to that in a second, but I did it. We had every single camera that we had running at the same time. So there's like 17 <laughs> angles and um, it's just absurd, but. At this point, it's in the morning, and we're, you know, he's showing me on, on the base map. He pulls it up, and he's saying, okay, this is where we need to go, and yada, yada, yada. And then we take off uh, down the thing. and Yeah, and so, you know, my plan was to walk down this old, like, abandoned two-track. And, you know, we're walking in in the dark, no headlights, nothing. And we're, you know, just like, all right, we got to get up here. And, and then I pull up. I'm like, better check. And I pull it up, and I'm like, oh, sh- shit, we're. We're too far. We're like where the birds, I think, are at, you know? So, no like, shit. we need to back up a little bit. So back up. Got to back up. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> so, we backed up a little bit. Then we got- <laughs> you guys are already in there, you know? You're in the wheelhouse. So, you must have been, like, <laughs> right under them when you decided to back up. Y- yeah. I mean, basically, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah we were, yeah. He could have probably shit on us when. Oh, when see, here's here's the deal. No, he wasn't lying. He said Uncle, he had him pinpointed. Uncle Frank's rule: <laughs> you don't need to get too close. Well, I wasn't. Here's the I'm thing: saying, I, it's not I mean? like I. I tried to explain to you. Sometimes you don't realize. Well, that's the thing. I was I was guessing. You know, like I was mm-hmm. 160 yards from there that night through the pines when I right. put him to bed. You know, I just heard him gobbling, and I just kind of like, okay, there's a transition. There's a pine. You know, section of pine, section of cut hardwoods, and I just assumed that they'd probably be on that edge. They weren't going to be probably in the pines, but they'd be on the edge. And sure enough, you know, they were literally right on right. the edge, right. on that old two-track right up above us, you know. So, so I mean, I got pretty close to, you know, pinpointing them, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'd say you pinpointed them pretty goddamn good. There they are. So, you know... So then, you know, we backed up a little bit, set up, and, you know, it started getting daylight, and birds are gobbling, I mean, all around us, off in the distance, you know, nothing. All, all around us. Yeah, well, it's like, or, yeah, the, or luckily, on top of the ones, <laughs> The ones above us didn't freaking gobble. <laughs> well, you know why, though? <laughs> They're looking down at you going like. They were strutting well, up well, there. And, 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 what, what are them guys doing down there? And, and John's <laughs> missing, like, one key part of this story i feel yeah, like, the like lights? he says we gotta back up we turn around and then we've got this tent right and it's in the dark no headlights and he's just fucking whoa bang boom like motherfucker, like <laughs> and setting up this tent and like it, it, we we were in by no means quiet like no getting we getting set up i mean as quiet as you can setting up a freaking tent but it was pitch black too i mean we're you know here's the thing though Turkey sitting up in a tree above you, going, "Holy shit, George! What the hell's going on? Now? <laughs> right? This this ain't normal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, for sure. These ain't coyotes running around. Oh. This is something different. Right. So, so yeah, we got set up, and you know, yeah, it definitely wasn't quiet. I mean, there's no being quiet setting up one of them tents, one of them hub tents. But we got set up. Got the decoys out. 
you know, starts getting daylight. We start hearing all the gobbling around. And I'm like, you know, I'm sitting in the tent. So my, you know, the sound and everything just coming in just the front windows is weird. You know, it's hard to tell which direction they're coming from. loud, right? Or how close they are. (laughs) And, And I hear some gobbles. I'm like, and Adam's sitting outside behind me. I'm like, Adam, you hear that? No. No. Hey, you hear that one? No. You hear that one? Yeah, I heard that. Heard a gob. And then, you know, so then then they just start lighting up. That's, you know, all around. Well, then all of a sudden I'm like, I hear. And I'm like. Yeah, you're pretty close. I'm like. <laughs> you're close. I'm like. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm like, Adam. You hear that? And he didn't answer. I'm like, oh, shit. They must be coming in because it sounded like it was right out, like to my right, like down this little hill. It sounded like they were, and it sounded like it was moving. And I'm like, so I'm like, oh, so I sit there and I wait a few more minutes, and it's gray light now. I mean, yeah, you can see it. It started getting getting light, and the birds are are are. (laughs) are gobbling literally 360 degrees around us. And, uh, you know, a car had already gone by on the main two track that when we saw and we're like, all right, well, and, uh, yeah, when they gobbled the first time, it was still pretty dark, but it was like, man, they're close. And then it got to be gray light. And we were like on the top of this hill. And I was like, at any moment I kept looking underneath this pine tree. Cause it was like, sounded like it was coming like right from there you know and then john before this like our communication was like so am i gonna call are you gonna call or look whatever and he's like he's like i'm i'm confident in my calling you know so i can call but he's like you know you you i'll I'll tell you when to call or or whatever and then these these turkeys gobbled like right on top of us and then it happened in like series. There was like what ends up is there was a couple of birds, but they were gobbling the close one and then the far one and then the close one and then the far one. And then it would stop. And I think this is where John's at because this is when like he gets out his call and uh, yeah, I get out my call and I'm like, I'm just gonna do a little purr, you know, just cluck and purr. Yeah. For one, I carried my. I only brought one slate in just because Adam was going to do the main calling. And I was like, well, and I brought it in my bino harness in the back of the pout, the back of it. So it's like right up against my chest. And I had my, you know, I'm walking in and I had my heat. <laughs> yeah. So moisture. Yeah. So, and I had my coat unzipped yeah. and I start it. I could purr with it a little bit, but it was like, I'm just trying to be real quiet. And it's like, and then, and, well, but that fucking bird gobbles were like blah, 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 right there. And then I tried doing a little more, and it was just like I'm like the friction caused man with the moisture. You got moisture, man. and I throw the thing down on the ground. All of a sudden, the the, the slate comes out from underneath the tent. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, friction caused so, the moisture. Man. You gotta and, watch it. And so at about this time, like I've got the camera and I'm moving it more towards the sound of the noise, um, you know, t- towards the sound of the gobbles. And um, 
what I'm getting is it, I mean, I can, I'm picking them up on the, I can see the monitor from the thing. And then all of a sudden I look up and the, the, this was before that actually, because when you were like just scratching it across there, I seen that bird in the tree just go. And I was like, Oh, we fucked up. <laughs> like these birds could, you know, and, and this is the first year that I've ever like got in on turkeys that were like still in the tree. And I've a couple times now, but th- that was the first time and like seeing them pitch down like that turkey couldn't have, they'd have flown over us like they were right. like landing. They would have had to drop out of the tree to be, they would have dropped like right where you could shoot them. They, they were, they, they were 30. Actually, they were, fell out they of the were, tree at them. They were <laughs> falling out, you know. Hit them they on the bounce. They, they, fall, they can't actually fall down to, in front of you, you know. <laughs> they don't, they don't, they put their wings out, you know. <laughs> you they fly glide. down, they don't fall down. Well, I mean, they were know? 35 yards away, saying, the branch that they were you know, on. And, like, I did end up getting one of them on the the, the camera when it when took pitched off. off. So. Yeah, so needless to say, we were too close. They pitched off, went, went off the other way. But they gobbled, and, and we seen them. Yeah, for quite a while, but go away, right? Yeah. No, well, they well, they were yeah, going back. They, and they forth. were going back and well, forth. Yeah, cause... they kind of went back and forth. And then they went, like, give you the bird. So, you see, the, uh, the, see any you hens know. up in the trees? Yeah. Well, there right was there. one hen. There was a hen with with the one gobbler. Yeah. And the night before, when the when I roosted those birds, right before I went into that section, I went through this old subdivision. And there's only one house up, or two houses in this whole subdivision. It just never sold. And so I drove through there, and that's when I seen, there was like eight birds. And they were heading that way onto the public. So then that's when I circled back, come down and around, and I put them to bed. So they all, all eight of them birds were right in there. Right. And there was like three, two toms and a couple jakes, and then the rest were hens. Well, all shooters. So they all... (laughs) They all ended up, you know, pitching down. The other birds were still north of there is what the deal was, and they all kind of went in that same direction. Then they just kept going back and forth, and they ended up up on that private. So I'm sure that they were at that one house that probably had a bird feeder. <laughs> well, in, in, in that, that deal there, you know, you, you find them birds like that, you know, that do, they have a pattern that they, you know, Right. They'll go to an area, they'll strut, you know, or whatever. They do a similar Sometimes time a of really the day. really big pattern, too. Yeah. As you know. we found up on Boyne, or, right, uh, right. Crystal Mountain. Those These turkeys <clears throat> do things very similar every day, you know what I mean? They'll right. get down off the roost. If they roost in the same spot, you know, they'll strut in the same spot, they'll feed. Right. And that, know, was, and, and that was what I was seeing. Circle, like, you know. And that was like, they. it's exactly what I was kind of, you know, seeing. Like, they'd. Roost in that area then, and then they'd make their way north, and then circle up, and then there was, like, the, the pipeline where there's right. a bunch of dust bowls, and I'd seen them strutting up there, and then they'd kind of circle back up and then get up into that other section, the, that northwestern section, where we'd see them around 11 o'clock. Right, right. And... Because turkeys just do what turkeys do, right, Adam? Yeah, yeah they yeah. do turkey shit. I just... Got all day to do it. Yeah, right. they, got, I mean, yeah, they have they no do. timeline. They're just like they don't. They don't <laughs> like like say, well, uh, well, geez, at eleven o'clock, I'm going to be five miles over there. Right. They're well, not going to do that. Creatures of habit, you know. They, right. 
they're gonna they're gonna follow a pattern that they do, you know, and it's within. I've seen birds move a mile, you know, haven't we? At least a mile. Oh, Crystal Mountain, remember yeah, the massive cri- circle that was, they that would do? That was probably some of the farthest birds we've ever had to go after. It took after, us two, three days to figure yeah. it out. I said, yeah. Jesus, they did the same thing, and they every, were covering several miles. Miles, every day. So then we you know, learned they, where to go to intercept them. Yeah. Same and, stuff. And we got successful. Right. And that was, that's what we were working on right there. Right. Yeah, yeah you just... Too but it's a learning experience right. with turkeys. Yeah, you know I mean? And turkeys, like I say, and they're, you know, residential turkeys are different from public land turkeys or big land turkeys, right. you know what I mean? Open they're all country. different. Well, and, and while this is happening, John's here in my pocket go, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been us. Yeah. So, so that was basically what happened uh, for us. There, we, you know, we did move and we got them to gobble and it did sound like they were coming closer to us. And then we circled around on the property and everything. But this is already after my pocket was, uh, was going off. And, and so how did your guys' day start? I mean, ours started well before daylight. Ours was quite dark. Uh, we started out. Well, we got out of the vehicle there. Um, well, I didn't need a flashlight. That, before that, though, we... Got a long john. It's a Wesco. Oh, oh yeah. You had to get fuel. <laughs> had, had to get Frank just fuel. happened to run into a couple long johns. And I got some long johns and, and I didn't have some one. coffee. And and we ended up going over there and like I say we had the tent set up. So we get Aaron gets in the tent. I'm outside the tent with the camera and, and got all set up with with the calls and everything, you know. And yeah. God, we sat there for quite a while, didn't we? Uh, well, when you yeah. first, yeah, <laughs> when he first called and, and ran a little series of slate calls. No, that's that's too big. It's underneath. He, uh, it's, it's there, though. <laughs> it's there. Nothing happened, which you're always hoping you're going to hear a gobble or two, you know, when you first strike some calls. It's got to be there. Well, anyway, we were pretty confident in well, where we were at because the year before it was the same that's exact what I had thing. On my happened. Head. <laughs> right here, it's <laughs> part of my ghillie suit. But I ended up. Oh, having, that's on YouTube. I had the uh, the head part of it, the head that part on, mm-hmm. which was a little bit large. So Ernie's but, in the tent. You're you're outside, right? So, so you started the calling, and it was like you know, it's quiet. Yeah, it was quiet. And we, you know, I just started, you know, like how I normally start. Sometimes I, I don't want to be real loud in the morning, you know. But like I say, I don't. Morning isn't a, my favorite time, <laughs> you know what I mean? As far as, you know, turkeys. I I've been around long enough to know. You know, you got, you got, you can make them gobble in the morning. You can put them to bed. You can do what you want. But if there's a hand around and you can, you know, you can do whatever you want. And it's going to be like, that ain't good enough, dude. You know what I mean? Turkeys will like take, take them away. She'll take them away, you know. And you'll sit there and you, you know, you're all amped up. They're gobbling and everything and everything's good. But all of a sudden it's just like. It's a done deal. You know, they're gone. So, 
when, when we're sitting there, you know, and I, I do a little bit of soft calling, you know, just kind of, you know, listen. Pretty soon we heard a bird, didn't we? Yeah, Gobble. it took it was, it was 15, a 20 minutes yeah, or so, yeah. and we're sitting there, well, well and we didn't sit here a while. We weren't really sure, too, where, where it was. When I first heard it, I was yeah. I didn't even know if it was a turkey. I just was hopeful. Yeah. And I'm going like, ah, man, was that gobbler? You know, well, it could have been, you know. So well, the next little, time it gobbled, we give were a little bit more. Sure. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's gobbler, you know. So, okay. So then we, I think we just kind of sat there for a minute, and then it gobbled again. Yeah, you let him make. Yep, the I move. made him lay and then the, you give him a move, little bit, you know, and, and then I, I figure, well, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give him another, you know, little bit, you know, and then he, he gobbled again, a little louder, wasn't it? Yeah, kept getting louder, you know. And I said, yeah, I, said, I think, I think he's, he's listening, he's coming, you know. Man, and the next one it was like, you know, I give a little call and. <laughs> Man, he was getting there. You know, I mean, he was coming right over your shoulder. Yeah, it was over my left shoulder, man. And I, whoa, it was loud. You know, and when you can tell when turkey's coming, was that? Know, so, did you have the camera on at that point, or is that when you turned it on? Oh yeah, I, I, I reached up. And I think when the gobbler, when he started gobbling and yeah. coming, he had yeah turned everything. On. Yeah, you can see yeah. in the video, like when that turkey gobbles that close. Frank has the tacticam on him. And he shivers like the turkey gobbles. Yeah, he flinched. I got a little. He flinched. He got a little flinch going on. <laughs> well, because he couldn't. But you he didn't what? want to turn. He you couldn't see him yet. Turkey didn't see that though. You yeah. know what I mean? He didn't see the flinch. He, he just saw a bunch of those. For this his, stuff. For his, he should have seen the flinch <laughs> because it, it made a bad deal for him. I'll tell you that. But right after that happened, it was like, man, I could tell when. When they're close like that, he was back to my left though, and he was actually in the field where come through that edge of that where I I missed that turkey yeah. last yep. year, and I I I said Ernie, I said that's the central field, you know, like and it was like he gobbled twice right there, you know, mm-hmm. and then next time I hit the call, it was like he was over here, he, he wasn't here no more, he was like here, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going like. He had already seen the decoys. Oh yeah, he's 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 here. He's coming, you know. And I couldn't see him yet, though. But right, you know, because you weren't turning. And I had the camera on though, and I couldn't I couldn't turn the camera either. That was the thing that got me. You know, I'm going like, we're gonna get what we're gonna get. You know what I mean? Because I got the camera on. You know, I'm recording and everything. You know, but I can't I can't reach up. You know. Well, one of the difficulties of Hunting under COVID nineteen. Right, I could have been in the tent with him. You I know. didn't. I really, but, to be honest with you, I didn't think it was going to go as well as it did this year. Well, no. Based on that, the one thing is though, like, even if you were in the tent, you probably wouldn't even be able to see him because, like, right, like if you he fast forward got to our hunt, right. yeah. our hunt. Well, and, that, and that's why I was going to say, like, just hold on yeah. just a minute because I want to kind of break this up. But so for for you, Ernie, at that point, could you see that turkey, or what were you thinking? Because there's no, all this Frank, goblin. Like I only had a front view out of this. I had a wide front view. I had no corner. Right. So I'm just waiting, and I knew that turkey. He gobbled twice with no. Re- Frank didn't have to call, and I knew he was extremely close. Right. And so I was just tight stringing it, and Frank seen it just before I did. Right. Then it came into the picture, and he just 
he just did the penguin walk up there, you know, right. poking and all trying to make the other bird back down or something. I don't yeah. know what. but He was sneaking in, tiptoeing on him. And from here, you folks can watch the video and see what <laughs> happens to the rest of it. But what, so when that bird, when you finally saw him, like, you know, like again, you can watch the video, but you can see Ernie's breathing. Like, it's funny because on all the, all the stuff, having it on video is so cool to see, like, the, the, like, emotion or, like, the oh, intensity. I, as of, soon as I know it's a shooting animal or a shooting bird, I get eyes like a frozen perch. <laughs> Big eyes. I just lock in. But that's, I get a little bit of an adrenaline rush, you know. It ain't like shooting a. 10 pointer or something you know but it's 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 kind of a game on little rush it's it's pretty cool see what i wanted to what i wanted to do though for what i learned from last season thanks to frank listen we got time because even after he shot last year right that bird he almost got another shot but so i wanted it to come up and do some things then when i had a perfect time to draw and it we just it just worked out right and so John was filming for Frank actually in this same spot and got the show of all shows and Frank never saw the turkey. Right. And yeah. and and that's one of the things I uh, I want to get into here a little bit later but like hunting out of those tents I feel like so constricted. Well, see, uh, oh, that's one, the one thing that's why I like to take my tent and I do it kitty corner so I have and then I shoot out of the I mean yeah it might be a little bit restrictive but I shoot out of the corner. Triangles, for yep. one, Yeah, so then, for one, it gives me a better drawing, you know, because, I mean, being 6'3 and big wingspan, it gives me a little more elbow room back behind me. But also, it gives me more field of view. Well, that's the thing. You don't you don't think about the setup, you know. Well, that's the only tent you, we have, to yeah, be honest with you, just, that's set up the way that tent is. So right. We didn't have that ability. Yeah. Right. So to have put that. the decoys so, out there, you know, not to get off on too much of a tangent. So then that bird comes in and then, you know, but walk us through. I mean, so the people that haven't seen the video. Are, well, after I'd seen it and locked in, I knew Frank was on it and I was trying to, you know, I had the two tacticams going. So I'm just trying to make sure I'm trying to get some film off my head on the tacticam. But. And you guys, I mean, not to cut you off, but you guys put your, the decoys, how far out? In front of the tent, were they? 16 yards. Yeah, 16 yards. And what was the reasoning on that? Believe it or not, it lined up with, there was two old two tracks that went over and went around each side of a sand blow where there was a bunch of tracks, a ton of tracks and some dust bowls, and then a two track that went to the north, an old trail. Right. So So you were setting it up as a point of view. From those decoys, they could see down each one of those. Right. And And then I was, I was, I, when I, set up the camera i could get both you know i could get the two track going out to the north you know then both of the other two tracks i could come around to the tent you know and get you know my longest shot would have probably been uh 25 26 yards had they come out in any of those locations that would have been my longest shot right so we were pretty happy with that last year we kind of found that Sometimes go right to the decoys. Well, <laughs> well they did that. I mean, they did that like, this a lot. Too. Like yeah. I said, you know, it was like. But in the the decoys that you had out, you had a full fan. We tom, had a big, a tom. nice tom, and two hens. Two hens, and uh, 
what he it appeared is what he did. He didn't come in and he wasn't really aggressive. He come in. I think he wanted to see what that other Tom was going to do because he'd take little penguin tent. Short stepping? Penguin. He'd take a couple penguin steps. And what I was trying to do, we're we're getting the good footage, and I just decided if he gets his head behind the fan of the decoy, I can draw. He got like that far, and this noise happens. Right, about three inches. Yeah. He had about three inches to go. Yeah. Yeah. And and all of a sudden the bird come three quarters of the way out of his strut and look back there and I'm going I started tight stringing and I said if he starts walking right. I'll, I'll try to get a decent shot but sure as heck it didn't take long and when his fan started spreading out I was in great shape and then he just turned and did and the he circle it, he made right. it spin and spun away I had plenty of time to draw the death spin and then he come out to a <laughs> angling away position I don't know, 45 degrees. Right. And then when the tail feathers came down, I had my 20-yard pin shooting at the club. I realized I want to shoot it like an inch or so high of dead center on this bird. So I put my pin dead center in my 20. And fortunately, I pulled tight. The bow went off, and it ended up being perfect. It was perfect. Yes, that's one of the things. And I told my buddy Jason, too, like after – after the my shot, you know, I, well, I shot my bird twice, but after my second shot and after cleaning that bird, you want to err on the high side because all the vitals and stuff are up around. They're like right on the back side of that. Yeah, if you go low, it's if just you're going like, low, you're going right through the breast. Yeah, you, it's, and it's it'll gut. kill them, it's but you're gonna, they're going to get away. It's gut though, you know. Well, well, yeah, not even this. You know, I mean, if you're shooting down, guts the, way down the top of the legs, you know. Yeah, that's even that's that's worse, you know. Like so, so you end up like cutting the top of the heart right oh, off. Yeah, he, he, he off. only yep. he what? he went fourteen yards. Well, I what? stepped it off. Yeah. But as you watch the video, he just opened his wings and and ran. Right. Stumbled, almost fell over. Went just a few more yards, turned and went down with his chest on the ground, wings out, never flopped. Stood there a little bit, and then the head goes down and touches the yeah. ground. That quick. So you just, it was amazing. Right. The turkey so, died within like ten seconds. If that, yeah. So that was good, clean kill. Oh, yeah, it was never, amazing. And you know what? All the turkeys I've killed over the years and had you know call for people and they've shot. That turkey never flopped. Never well, flopped. You know when you used time. to shoot them with guns, you headshot them, right? Yeah. And yeah. as you know, chickens, you can cut the head off. They can run around oh, the yard. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Well, these turkeys are doing the same thing, but a lot different if you. Body cut their shoot, heart off. Cut, take them, what, shoot them through the boiler room. Two blade rage in, in the chest, man. I mean, rage was, in the cage. Yeah, that was it, man. That dude. I'm telling you what. That's the quickest I ever seen a turkey die. I mean, and I knew it when he hit him, man. I said it right on camera. I said he smoked him. You know, yeah. I, I knew he I, did. I think you hollered. <laughs> smoked him. You I smoked him. I might have hollered it. Three or four <laughs> and he's like, you know, but. And the turkey goes out there, and he just kind of like nose dives and spins to the left, you know, like that. And turkey, Ernie's going, "We had to give him some time." I'm going, "His head was what? still straight I said, out." I can't hear you. He goes, "We had to give him some time." I'm going, "Turkey's dead, Ern." <laughs> and his head, I had it on camera. He just went down. He's dead. So, yeah. I mean, it's a, a awesome. You know, you guys got it on film. You did the the whole thing, but. 
you know, if we're if we're trying to uh, you know help the listener or whatever, other than just saying like, yeah, we killed one. Like, what do you think? Like, was the setup? Like, why do you think that that worked the way that it did? Well, not the shot, not anything like that, but like that that situation, that turkey, that calling sequence, whatever. You know, because you don't know though. I mean, as far as you know, because we go, we'll revert back to the other day when we had a similar setup out there, or we had the Jake mm-hmm. out here, didn't we? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just the Jake. Jake, uh, and, Jake and, and the hen. hen. Yep. And how many turkeys came in, Adam, do we think? Uh, there were, so if you heard, you know, a few gobbles, we heard, well, well, so we had just hunted yesterday, and it was 21 degrees when we headed to Frank's house. Right. We heard four gobbles, and he called in a hen. If we heard four yesterday, that day we heard 400. No bullshit. Um, not, and right. they were, they were, as soon as we got out of the truck, they were, these turkeys were gobbling, and we called in, you know, a group of turkeys, whether they were the jakes that you had seen, or if they were, you know, because we, my brother sent me a picture the next day of six full fan turkeys and two hens. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it, it could have been all of them. That were I really that were think gobbled. It was. probably were. I really and, do. I think and, it was. And they had to. They were close enough that, like, you know, when a turkey gobbles, and you can like feel it. Well, you you feel it, but like you hear their chest go right. collapsing. It doesn't yeah. sound like a regular gobble. No, yep. it, it sounds, sounds like your like box a, call. But yeah. it's like, like there's yeah. like yeah, like when I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. and they, it was right there. It was like damn near shaking the tent. Right. And any second just, I'm going, I'm going, man, you're gonna. <laughs> They're going to come. They're going to come right in here, and he's going to just like smoke these turkeys, you know. So one of like, the one of the things about like God damn uh, like this season that you know, and it, and it actually was kind of like this last last year too. Like you're you had first season last year, and that was one of the things. It's always kind of been a, a gamble. Yeah. Whether you if you yeah. get first season, and you. First of all, you're gambling the weather. I mean, or you're gambling to get the tag. Right. This year it wasn't a gamble because no one even. I mean, there were leftover tags. Right. For our area. But it just ended up being really good weather opening day, or even the the first few days. Right. And and leading up to that too, it wasn't bad. So we got into really good weather, and the birds were active, and obviously they haven't been messed with. So those birds come in like last year, same thing. That Tom came right into the decoys and he was beat, getting ready to beat up the Jake, you know. Right. Your guys set up. You had a full. You had a full Tom. Right. And I was actually making comment like, man, he should trim some of his beard off or something, make him at least look like a Jake because <laughs> you know he might scare off some guys. But you had, I mean, well, that turkey's twenty pound, eleven inch beard. You know. Oh he, yeah, I mean, he come right in. in there, he was a little. Know? He was a little, a little hesitant. He didn't you know? come running in. No, no. But he came in anyway and was oh, strutting. He, he was there, boy. I mean, right. he was there. And you, you know, maybe he wasn't videos, quite ready you know? to fight or anything. He was just in there, you know, because they're they're still in their their groups actually right. at that point. It's almost like they got they're doing showmanship to see who right. who. Who's the hand one? Well, he, he come in. And he I got to outdo this other like guy. You know? Amsworth wanted to whip somebody's ass last year. You know, mm-hmm. when he come in there and he's chest bumping the decoy and stuff like that. <laughs> he's, you know, that one, he. I don't think he was the dominant bird though. No, he came you in know? quiet. He came in quiet oh, all the way across not. that field. Come up there and he's pushing on that that decoy and stuff. You know, 
that, that's you know, and this bird was this bird was like you know really, eh, but so he was checking them out. So yeah, you know, but he was fanning the whole time, you know. So that was first. That was well, you guys were done by eight thirty opening morning. Uh, oh. Seven thirty. Yeah, yeah was our I'm just saying, you guys were like done, done, done. Yeah, done, it was done. quick, you know. And that's when you know you guys were sending messages yes. to Adam and right, and but so then I ended up killing my bird that afternoon. Right. But in that situation, we had three toms come into the decoys and were just strutting and, you know, and then fast forward to, you know, Adam and your, your hunt, Frank, mm-hmm. you know, we had decoys out, birds coming and they didn't want anything to do with the decoys. Right. You right. know, so they'd it's already like- been educated a little bit or. You know, well, you know, the, it's hard to say. You well, know? I can't believe how much, even when I was filming, <clears throat> or for you, right? Yeah. That they were skirting that area. Right. And I'm going, right. well, how much credit do we have to give these guys? You know, we disturbed it a little bit your afternoon there, but how much credit do we give these guys? Do they remember that and yeah, it's, will I mean, not come back? Because as soon as they seen those decoys... Yeah, they're like, and they just you guys went the aren't other part way. of our group. That's it. No, this is COVID area, man. We're, we're uh, yeah, you know, no kidding. I, I I wonder, you know, that big like, one went all the way around. Us. I've I've gone into areas and tried to hunt a turkey. You know, the same turkey every day. You know, over the years, you know, and and yeah, they get smart. You know, they I think they do. You know, small brain, but they get smart. You know, and. I think it's it's like you have to kind of change up on them a little bit, you know? Right. So we were kind of trying to do the same thing because we're filming, you know what I mean? It's right. easier we to had, do this, you know? Well, and, let, so let's get to... Yeah, get so to, we haven't even got into John's... Right. You know, we're kind of jumping here and there. So you guys kill that bird, do your do your dance... Uh, you know, start do singing. Do a song, do a little dance. No, <laughs> and, no, and, no. What did we do? I called your brother. Yeah. You can call my brother. And that's the opening line on the video is, Turn out the lights, the party's over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't take them anywhere. So, <laughs> you know, John and I go and go all over and we had birds gobbling and you knew where these birds were going so right so at that point i'm like well get frank up here to call for us and and so they're getting well you were still a little bit bent over the old wet slate call yeah i was a little texted us we need a caller we need a caller so and by the way we we are very fortunate that we have someone that's got oh my god an amazing caller in frank he His experiences. Talk. He talks turkey. Oh He's my god! Turkey whisperer. <laughs> I don't. He hunted them when they weren't popular. Let's put it that way. When they weren't everywhere. Right. You had to travel like crazy to find turkeys. So, we ended up. We set up at first. The you know when we got too close to them. We moved to ten a little bit. Got went up north, north of that area. Try to get up closer to that that, that you, private. You were in the tent. You were in the <laughs> yeah, and. When I was doing the sneaky peek. Yeah, sneaking the tent. And, uh, <clears throat> but then that's when the birds stayed on that private, and then they were cutting her out. So what we should have done at that point, well, 
what the plan was. I'm like, we'll just we'll we'll cruise around. We'll get up on the pot the pipeline, and we'll just check it out, see if we can and see if we can hear some birds. We'll end it up. We got up there. We ended up setting up, and then we had birds gobbling, and then we had birds. Basically, I don't know if they were coming to our calls, but they were they were making their way over where you had right. you had seen them, and you know. So then we were like, all right, well. Frank's texting us, hey, yeah, that's when you guys, where, you're already yeah, there. Yeah, Frank says, you know, where are you guys at? Yeah. So then we start moving over there, and right. we, we didn't even barely get to the pipeline. You know, we kind of peeked out there, and a bird gobbled like he right. was looking for us. I mean, he was he was pretty close, but right. we were trying to meet up with yeah. these guys. So yeah. we said, all right, yeah, we'll we, go. We blew that Oh, spot. how many times in the past have you got up and moved, and they gobble right where you were after oh, yeah. you oh, get yeah. 200 oh, yeah. yards away? So, so then we get up to this, the meeting point. And it's like, dude, it's 11 o'clock. Them birds are going to be moving. You know, we got to get going. We got to get there. Sure enough, we start going up there. And I'm like, oh, they're already there. There's the two toms are strutting right there. I'm like, so we go past them, cut back out and around, set up. And they just, you know, they had a hen, hen or two with them. And yeah, I seen one of the hens go across the bottom there. Right. And so they just, they just kind of made their way. They were gobbling and stuff, oh, but they yeah, just made their gobbled. way out. You know, yeah. but I and I knew, you know, the way they were acting. You right. know, they were just I doing their going around. Moving, you know, right. they're, you know, they got a hand or something. You know. Yeah. So at that point, we're like, well, let's. Uh, we didn't. I didn't bring any sandwiches or anything with me that day or anything. So I'm like, let's. Uh, let's regroup. Well, well, we came uh, back here. To came back here and watched oh, yeah. the, the video. Oh yeah, the video so that's. Any... I went home. Yeah, I went home and got some pizza. Yeah. I went home, made some sandwiches. I ended up having to, to uh, set up the power washer for my wife because she <laughs> wanted to do some chores. And then we get back here, and that's when, you know, I'm I'm like, well, ready to go. And we ended up watching the footage. Well, and, and here's here's one of the, the other things on that is, um, so at this other place, we have, uh, there's a cell camera out there. And I, at like 12.39, I got a picture of one turkey on there. And it, I couldn't tell what it was. It wasn't a very good picture. And it was the last picture that got sent before the batteries died. So it was like, it was like, well, there was a turkey over there. Let's go over there and, and see. Right. And and so now we're back here at the. And we had a tent set at, up at this. Oh, yeah, up, we have. We set a tent up. There. Yeah. And we brought another tent. We, we set up tent two, two tents uh, well, yeah. right next to each other. So, well, anyway, we're we're here at the studio, and what I'd like to call dilly dicking around. Dick. We're watching the Hagrid. I mean, it was good footage. We're, I mean, obviously, we wanted. To, I wanted to see the footage too. You know, and then we had to show Aunt Terry, and we had to show this, and we had to show that. I'm like, are, are we, we had to do it in slow mo. We had to look at it from every single camera. <laughs> like, angle, are know? we going to get going or what? So, finally, we. All right, take off all four trucks, right. convoy over to this small property. We get out, and I'm telling Adam, like, or I'm asking him, like, is that, have you got any pictures? He's like, no, I haven't had any pictures since that one. I'm like, well, I hope we don't go down there and spook these birds. You know, I'll be pissed if they're, they're already down there. So <laughs> we start sneaking down the trail, and uh, we're, we're about, what, 80 yards from it? Yeah. Yep. And all of a sudden, Adam's like, down! Everyone, just burn it! Down! Get out! I'm like, I'm like, God damn it! You gotta be shitting me. So, 
We sit there for a few seconds, and Frank's like, well, let's just... He's they like, didn't We didn't spook, spook them. They yeah. just kind of... Like, oh, they just went kinda, off. They were alarm putting or nothing, right. you know. They just kind of strolled off. off. You know? He's like, well, let's just get in there, get your tent set up, get the decoys out, get settled in, and then we'll start, you know, call them, and maybe they'll just, you know, filter back through. And we've got four guys... Right. Two tents, at all separate. So Right. How many cameras? Fuck. Seven. We had seven. seven Six on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frank didn't Frank turn didn't the one on where we were calling. No, he, he had, he had met his quota for filming for the day. Because the squirrel was fucking. Well, I mean, you can, you can set the stage. I mean, there's this opening of an old gas line. Yep. Decoys are out there 12 yards, 10 yards. Not even 10 Two yards. tents tight together. A little bit of brush. Frank and I on a big old dead tree. I'm leaning against it, and he's leaning against another tree 25 feet back. You know, basically, that was what we were doing there. And you're thinking, well, man, that's too much. Well, well, so it, I get my believe. tent, and I'm pretty discouraged at this point. I'm like, man, we done fucked this place up, you know. So I sit down, and it was really super windy, actually. That oh, yeah, it was blowing like a bitch. And yeah. so my tent had those little straps, for, and it's... <laughs> it's buzzing and i'm unzipping and i'm sticking shit in it and finally i get it matter of fact i still have a freaking granola bar it is still stuck, stuck up in, in the roof of my tent it is but anyway i uh i end up sitting there and eat my sandwich i didn't even i didn't even take my like camel sweatshirt off no head net on no i i mean i i knocked an arrow I threw my quiver up against the, the wall. I didn't take, I mean, my number one, you know, take rule. another arrow. <laughs> I always tell arrow. all these guys, like, yeah. listen, always have a second arrow ready. Right. And so I'm shooting the Magnus bullheads, but then I'm also, my secondary arrow is, it's the same, you know, 34-inch arrow full length, but I just switched over and put a dirt nap shred dirt head nap on it. Shredder. And so it's the same weight. I got the, you know, it's the 125 grain with the. Or it's the hundred grain head with the twenty five grain in weight weight on it, so it shoots the same pretty much. So that's my backup arrow. Well, so I throw my quiver against the wall. I'm sitting there, you know, kind of stewing, eating my sandwich. I can hear Frank out there. He's you know just soft calling. When I get done with my sandwich, I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden I hear, you I'm like, and it was a little bit farther away. I'm like, that wasn't Frank. So I pop up and I look out the back window. And sure enough, there's, I see two hens and a jake, like just on the other side of the log, coming, coming back down the trail from Frank, right behind Frank and Ernie. And so I'm in the tent next to John and he's like, he's like, they're coming. They're, I'm like, they're coming back. They're coming back. <laughs> and so I flip on the camera and I had heard the same thing, and I and it's one of those deals like we talked about earlier. You know, I'm sitting there and I'm going, I can't tell really the distance of how far it is, and right. you know, I know Frank's good at calling, but and that's one thing that I've noticed well, this year the because wind's blowing too. You know, yeah, twenty I, mile an hour. I've heard a lot of turkeys, like hens, like real yelps. You know, you know, we. We've been fortunate that we haven't run into any hunters or anything because we've been hunting a lot of private, a little bit of public, but we didn't. We we did have we ran well, into one. Yeah, yeah. but but you, 
the calling, you know, I've been fortunate enough now to hear a lot of turkey sound like hens. Mm -hmm. And it seems like they're really soft compared to like the way that we. Oh, way soft. I mean, just, you know, but, but, but noticing that, you know, so John says, here they come. So I flip on the camera and no sooner do I flip on the camera and I'm listening and all of a sudden I just hear. (laughs) And these three birds come like lightning fast. I mean. They're they're closer than John and I are right now. Like, right. And I don't know if it was. You, I think you, it was probably one of the greatest videos I've ever seen. <laughs> but, I'm not bullshitting, guys. You but know, you what? guys thought they were going to come right between the tents. Oh, and there was a foot. Oh, before that, though, you guys got to go. You got to guys got to kind of scan back. Ernie and I are on this log, <laughs> and I'm calling. You know, I'm farting around, and, and all of a sudden, Ernie goes, "Mother." Fuck. He goes like that, and I go. I turned and looked at him, and he, you know, he's six feet, right? Six yeah. feet. I said, what? He goes, do you see that? You know? He goes, what? This is the biggest fucking fox squirrel i ever seen in my life. He said, it was right on the back of my head. He goes, you know? And I looked on the log, and his son, it was like a huge house cat. No bullshit. That was a big he's like, squirrel. He's facing away from this. And I'm going scared the hell out of me. Oh man, it's a, it is. It's huge. I bet you, you that know? was like <laughs> no shit. Three, four minutes before those turkeys came. Right. Oh, it was like, and it was like right after that, you know. Right. The shit went down. So as soon as I, as soon as I looked back and seen those birds, and I, you know, hollered over to Adam, I, I was like, oh shit, I don't even have my head net on. So I'm like, put my head net on, throw my hat on, I get the. Well, before that, I fired up the cameras. Right. Because I had one on the side right. wall, and then I had the Tacticam on my bow. Right. So I get those going. I get my head net on, put my hat on, and I'm like, I think I might even, I don't know if I, I didn't even put a glove on, I don't think. <laughs> Maybe a glove on my left hand. But here I'm sitting in the she black going tent. Down pretty quick. Right. <laughs> I'm sitting in the black tent, and I got my camouflage sweatshirt on that right. I like, because I, like, when I'm walking through the woods, Normally, like after dark, you know, like in the morning, I'll walk out in the black. But during daylight hours, I don't want to be walking around out in the black with a black shirt. So I have some kind of camo on, a coat, or, and then I can either, I have like my Under Armour, you know, black long sleeve shirt. In realization, okay, you're sitting in the tent. How far were the decoys from you? Not even 10 yards. Okay. 10 yards. And when they came in, dude. Did they, you think they looked in the tent? No, but that's the thing. <laughs> had, well, you don't know. I well, mean. But, a, but what I'm saying is you had time to draw the bow. You know what I mean? If you look at the cam that's on you. Oh, yeah. I have, I was drawn know. back for yeah. for a long, long time. Yeah. But And I had movement. But the thing is, there was three of them, and they were all preoccupied with that setup. Yep. Now, had it right. been a single bird coming right. in, like no. an Ernie situation? No. Because I've had I had that happen when I've killed one before, and it was a it was a single hen and a single tom that came in, and when I drew back, the hen spotted me. Well, that's multiple birds like that, but right when you have toms, I think they're just fixated. Well, we had other we had other birds. Well, yeah, there's a a hen coming in and Jake. Well, to the right of where Adam and Johnny was, there was a Jake and a hen. But I think my whole point is though is I like to be. When you're inside the tent, you might you want to be blacked out. Yep. Right. Because oh, yeah, that's going to, you know, and here being, 
you know, like I was like frustrated and I didn't even get ready. And, you know, so I get everything set then and I, you know, and I'm like kind of looking through and all of a sudden I hear the same thing Adam's talking about. I hear this. I'm like, holy crap. It sounds like it's coming between us, like right next to us. Close, close. The one thing, you know, I didn't see three times when I looked out the window. I just seen, you know, the two J or the Jake and the hens or the two hens and the Jake. So my, and I was thinking like, well, I really don't want to shoot a Jake on opening day, (laughs) but you know, I'll do it for, you know, for our show. So I look and also, I mean, they walk right next to Adam's tent. Like all of a sudden I look out and I'm like, Oh, that's three long beards. So I, at that point right then, you know, I still had some, I still had my screen and stuff. So I try to draw back as slow as I can. And then they get right into the decoys, and I'm like, well, this is where that corner window, Yeah, I have, right. you know, the center right. post, and so I'm like, leaning, and I'm like, well, the one in the middle, one in the middle, like, nope, one on the right, I'm like, nope, one in the middle, the one in the middle, he's looking right at me, but he had it, he was like, kind of strutting, and he had his head really, like, crunched up, well, I didn't. What's really, what's really weird, too, is... I'm back there looking between the two tents, and I knew that dude was going to get it, man. (laughs) The dude that was strutting. Right. You know, but he was cocked off a little bit to the left, you know, and I goes, that's that man. He's going to shoot that that, that turkey right Right. there, you know. So then that one on the right, the closest, the one that was full of strut the whole time, he ended up, like, turning back around, like, all right, well, that, and then he ended up facing right at me. And he was, you know, his neck was not fully extended, you know. About midway, yep. yeah. And now I'd been, I'd been practicing, you know, in my tent, five yards, seven yards, everything. And I knew that if I just put it, like, right in the middle of his neck and, you know, regardless right, if he was right. 15 yards or seven right. yards, I would have a kill shot. I should have, at that range, I should have just put it right on the top of his head. Yeah. But I put it right in the middle, just being safe, and and I don't know if it was like super windy or I might have pulled it a little bit, but it was a little bit to the left. Or just a little to, excitement, you know. And, well, I mean, oh, I think man. at that point, I mean, I'd been holding for a long time. I was. I know you can see it. You can see it in the video where yeah. you were holding inside the tent, you know. And so, you know, and I, I went through the whole shot process. I held on it and just you know squeezed through it. And it went off and man, it was like a freaking Mike Tyson throat punch, man. It was just like, <laughs> and he like kind of almost like knocked him back. Oh, it did. And then he like spun around and he, he flipped completely. And I was like, but he got up and like took off. I was like, what the? He kicked the shit out of right. the decoy. And so <laughs> so <laughs> knocked, knocked hand he knocked right the over. hen over. But so at that point I'm thinking, well, I know those broadheads, you know, if you, they're, they're not, you know, a body shot. They're not for a body shot. When you hit them in the body, they're they're not gonna. Right. It's not gonna not, be fatal. I don't think they're that durable. You know. No, I mean, not to mention that when I built that arrow, it's a six hundred and sixty grain arrow. Right. So it's just a Lincoln log coming out of there. Right. And I'm shooting it. I ended up shooting it on my target bow, and I had it turned down to about I think fifty six pounds, so I could get it. You know, to fly decent, fly good. And so, I was like, at that point, I'm like, shit, 
grab another arrow. Well, now it's in the quiver, but you know, I didn't fumble around like Frank at that point. I was just like <laughs> rip, ripped it out, reached down, grabbed my release, you know, and I had to get up on my knees and I like scooched out. And then luckily I had that side window, you know, the way I had it set up, I could still get a shot out that side window. Well, the bird, the bird ran over there, what, 15 yards and he stopped. Right. And, it, and looking back at the, you know, that the first shot's what killed him. Yeah. The With second the shot, footage, the second you know. shot just, I mean, slowed he, him down. Slowed him down a little bit, but <laughs> he was he was like he was sick. You could see he was sick, you know, and you could see it, you know, bleeding bad. Oh yeah, well, the, yeah. When if you guys look at the video and stuff, right. you'll see that right. there's blood. Well, even the the pictures and basically you cut half his neck off. Yeah, it it broke the blade. I think what happened was the way he was like set up like that, well, and that gotta, one blade remember, hit him. That's a, that's it just a, that's it a snapped it off. Five pound turkey too. Yeah. You know, that's a big bird. Oh, it's He's a got a big huge neck. Bird. You know, he got a big wrist. You know, you look at your wrist, you know. Right. That's his neck. So, you know? so we say 25. So, it was weighed. When all this yeah. happened, you know. 25. So, so John tells me, you know, here, get ready. I turn the camera and I hear. <laughs> I go out the window and then all of a sudden, boom, there's turkeys there. And it was like, I it was a blessing that they were so close and that they were right on the decoys <laughs> because – I swung the camera and I zoomed in so I didn't get the tent window in there. And I didn't have to choose like which turkey because they were all in the right. viewfinder. They were all right there because I was like, I was like, I have no idea. And that was the other thing I'm thinking, <laughs> like, man, what if Adam's on the one on the right? Because I'm thinking, because that's the one that's all going <laughs> through my so head. You're goddamn too. close. You didn't matter. You well, well, I mean, it could have, like, if he was zoomed in you know, in a tight frame. I don't think but so. But being that close, it would have been tough. But, yeah. So, so yeah, that's all going through. I'm like, well, what if he's on the one on the right? And that's the one he's most likely going to be on because that's the one that's all full strut. And, and so, luckily, you know, it worked out. But, okay, so the – and we've put – like, so on YouTube, there's just a teaser. It's just the GoPro footage that we set out. And, again, we were just so close. Like, the turkey stepped over the one camera. Yeah. Like, they ran right on top of it. It's just – it's it, we couldn't have made it yeah. any Two better. went on the left and one went on the right. right. I mean, and they were that close together. Well, what they don't understand is, is the log that me and Ern were leaning up against. They went over it. They went over it. Ern, About Ern, eight feet to my right, every right one of them jumped on. we had that yeah. squirrel on thump, the log. Thump, thump. Thump. Yeah. And they were just running. They ran over that lot. Right. Yeah, you can see yeah. that in the in the fire camera footage. Right. But I, I was wish just, I'd had Yeah. When I seen it, I wish I had one of my eyes. Well, I was looking at the camera that because I, I had a, a you know, we just they were done with their camera, so we just loaded up all the cameras and we just put them all here, there, everywhere. I had one in the blind with me and I turned it on and I didn't even like think twice about it and like as we were dumping cards and as i'm going back through it like i i've got me on the camera like swinging over and so john shoots and like what i'm expecting you know is the the um the slock master you know i'm expecting the head to go flying and all this stuff well this was like this turkey got hit with a ball bat it wasn't like it wasn't like, you know, any archery shot. Like the bus, arrow, bus the, the arrow goes flying, and like when you watch it in slow mo, the arrow is like in an S shape. Like the yeah. amount of energy that that's, transfers. That's not a light arrow. No, and so it hit that's something blew my mind, solid. <laughs> and, and, and so I'm like, now I'm like, 
oh, fuck, like, now what do I do? So I ripped the camera, like, I sweep the tripod out, and I got the camera, like, leaned out the window, and I'm like, I'm following one bird. I'm trying to figure out which one's hit because there isn't a lighted knock that's in this turkey, and I'm going, like, I'm like, okay, now this is where it gets kind of crazy because I got to figure out which one and when's the next shot. And so finally I fi- I see the one that's like choking and he's in a bad way. And so all of a sudden, and that right there is like a perfect 12 ring. Like you can, when you slow it down, you can see the six fletch twisting and going right, oh, yeah. right. right in there. So, so yeah, I mean, and that was the thing. It's like, that arrow looked like a 12, like it was a oh, fucking yeah. perfect kill shot. And then when I cleaned the bird, though, it was all just breast. Right. Like, it just went right through his breast plate. I mean, it broke his, that was like split right off. And then come out on the back you side. You think it was just a little low? Yeah. 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 And that was the thing, too. The one thing with the, the difference between the way those two heads flew is the shred head would, was like, that one was more dead on. Well, you said something about you had to make a mental adjustment when you shot right. that yeah, second yeah, arrow. Yeah, and the because those those bullheads had a tendency to kind of they kind of go up and Plane. left. So they were like planing up and left. I don't know if it's like the P factor on an airplane because that thing was twisted so hard with that six flatch. It was just like climbing. Wow. But so I had it sighted in for the bullhead, but you know, and I tried doing the you know. Remember the mental, yeah. But I mean, it was just—it was more of like I I need to get another arrow in it, just just in case. And so, under the circumstances, I think you did rather well. But But, here's here's another thing too. You know, I mean, you guys, you know, everybody wants to head shoot him with a bow or whatever. You know, that's fine. (laughs) Ern and I shot a couple of turkeys with two blade rage. How long did it live, Ern? Not very long. Not very long. <laughs> Depends on what you want to do. Oh, I'm just saying. You know, I'd I love mean, to have seen the head come flopping off that you know, Sure. But here's the thing. There's also, the, I mean, like I said, you want to err on the the high side. Because, right. I mean, this is a whole other, my, my buddy Jason and his buddy Jason, they went out and they're they're hunting on, on a, a little private section. Jason's the the second Jason, Jason number two will call him his property, and they call in two Toms, and they're they're, you know, they're doing their social distance. They each have their own tents. They're set up about twenty yards apart with the decoys in between, so it's a triangle, right? Not like right between them, right? Triangle, no, nah, no a triangle, go. no. <laughs> yeah, they're not playing pickle. No, no. <laughs> so set up in a triangle. Well, the birds come in, and it, the first one starts beating up the decoy. I mean, literally, they, it knocked them right down. And so my buddy Jason, number one, he's like, I draw back. He's like, he gets done, like, beating up on the decoy, and he's, like, standing there facing right at me. And he's like, so I just put my pin right on his beard. And he's like, settle in, goes off. And the bird just freaking drops, like wings out, down on the ground. And he's like, he's just like done. He's like, so he's sitting there waiting. Well, that other bird, 
he ends up going over and starts beating on the Jake. And Jace number one's like, what the hell's going on? Why isn't Jace number two shooting? Well, he ends up, the, the bird that he shot ends up getting up or like crawling off. Like there's a brush pile back behind it. And he gets into the brush pile. And then the other Tom goes in with it. And finally, Jace number one texts Jace number two, like, what, you didn't want that bird or what? He's like, I was waiting for you to shoot. I shot the first one. He's like, well, so did I. They both shot at the same exact time, and the arrows hit the bird at the exact same time. Jace number one ended up cutting off, like, a half of the beard. Like, he was, like, an inch low on the beard. Cut off part of the beard. Went right through his you know, breastplate. And Jason number two shot him right through both drumsticks. Oh, Lord. So the bird ended up like, you know, both his legs are broke and he's got an arrow through his breast. I mean, it, and it shish kebab. So it somehow like hobbled into that thing. And they sat there for like a half hour trying to get that other bird to come out, you know, to get a shot at him. And finally they ended up having to go in there and, and that, the bird that they shot was still alive. They ended up having to, you know, wring its neck and kill it. So, had it, hit, like, Jason number one shot or number two, if both of those guys would have been a little bit higher, so they weren't through the vitals. Obviously, the bird was going to die, but they were just low. You know, you're thinking, oh, that's right where it needs to be. But So, what I wanted to say about, about your hunt there, John, for – for guys that are listening, you know, again, cool story, great video. But as far as like uh, a takeaway from that, right, is that it it didn't really matter that we kicked those birds off. Like that was their that was their place, right? Right. That's where they like to hang out. So yeah, so we didn't we did the right thing by just you know we were coming in quiet, sneaking in. Uh, and then just getting down, we, you know, pushed them off, but they didn't know what we were. You know, we didn't. They didn't well, you know. didn't spook them, you know, like. Right. And so getting in, you know, and just getting set up and then just giving them a little bit of time and then start doing some soft calling, you know, that was like a congregation, you know, place for them to congregate. Well, it, was so, it was so windy, you know, that day, you know. Oh, crazy. When I, when I called, I figured they better, you know, something they could hear, you know. So right. I hit a box call. And then after I hit that box call, I think it was like, wasn't shortly after that, you could hear them hens yelping, you know, and I'm going like, oh, man, it's just right. I seen them just before that, too. Because yeah. I told you, I said, birds are coming. Yeah, so pretty damn cool. That, you know, like I said, practice, like if, you're gonna, if you plan on shooting like the bullheads or the guillotines, any of those, you know, headshot arrows, right. practice. And the other thing, too, is in that tent, and, you know, I ended up, luckily I brought my cushion along because at first, if I would have been sitting down in my my seat without the cushion, I would have ended up shooting the tent with that broad right, you have to You have to take all that in consideration. I think, right. I think guys, here's a very important point. Set your tent up. Get your seat set up. Get your target set up outside, you know, right, and see where. And that's you, I did you draw all that your in the bow. Yard. You draw your bow, 
make sure your damn broadhead ain't going to hit the tent. You know what I mean? And see, and then also, I mean, you can do that in your yard like I did, and I was fine. But then when you get to another spot, and the lay of the land's a little different, and you Uh might be down a little bit, and then the tent's a little higher, then that you just have to be, you know. Well, just in a in a a plug that you know we don't have anything to do with with them or whatever. But like, what's that uh, chair that you have, Ernie? Blackout. 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 That chair is freaking awesome as far as like comfortable because I was sitting in this shitty ass chair and uh, we switched or we we moved areas and John was outside the tent. I was in the tent and we got set up on this field edge and I drew my bow and I'm like, I can't shoot out of this. Yeah. This tent. I'm like, I'm like, check this out. Like, can I shoot? And he's like, no. You're going to put it right through the side sidewalk. So we we switched. Yeah, I got boned on that one. For the, for the I blackout. got the shit chair. <laughs> and then he puts it in there, and you can adjust that that up and down. You can it's adjust the like angle. It's like a tripod. Yeah, yeah exactly it, like a tripod, right. and then it's got the Lazy Susan built into it, too. And I love that because yeah. it's it's just way better is, than sliding around on something. It's pretty hefty. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a it's heavier. Formidable. And my daughter, Adam's wife, said the only thing would be better if it had a goddamn headrest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but that's to your so, point is making sure that you can shoot right. out of that because you want, you want to make sure, you know, right. That, and that yeah. and like, you know, like I said, I I tested all that stuff in the yard and I was testing with the Tacticam too, but in like I said, in that setup, right. The the way the blind laid on the your angle the was ground, tighter, yeah. Right. So all the footage from my Tacticam was basically in the edge of the tent. You know, I didn't yep. even get any of the footage. Right. Yep. So, and, and that's, you know, stop and think about it. You know, we set we set tents up. You know, not you guys, but us. You know, we set them up here. We set them up there. You know, then all of a sudden we go in there to hunt. You know, it ain't the same as you know our look. You know, right. So right. you gotta, you know, you have to take everything into consideration. You know? So, uh, so overall, especially with the ball gun, hey. Adam, gun. <laughs> yeah. Gun. How many turkeys would I mean, it would have been? Well, uh, boom, boom. well when you we know, when we get into, you. like, my season, because, I mean, you guys basically did. You know, you went out, and the first turkeys that you that you saw, you killed. I mean, right. for, for the most, I mean, you didn't shoot them off the tree, but, you know. Right. You know. But, didn't them. But, but to be honest, like, like my season this year, um, and there's going to be a part two to this uh, episode, so we're going to wrap this one up here in just a second. But for me, like, if there was, if there was, uh, if if I was gun hunting, it would have just, I would have never got all of the fun experiences and everything that I've done because every, t- I mean, every time out except for um, Friday, I had turkeys in front of me, and. They'd all oh, and they'd all been dead with a shotgun, and you know, there were turkeys out in front of me that I maybe could have, should have shot, shot at. I I keep having to say shot at because I'm 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 not all that confident. I think think the the biggest, (laughs) the biggest thing that you look at, you know, is all the turkeys over the years that I've called, you know, and call for people. We used to. You know, just think it was cut and dried with a gun. You know, I mean, if if you if you get one in about near gun range, boom, they're dead. You know, now it's like you know, 
We're trying to film these turkeys. We're trying to shoot them with a bow, you know. It's like. Trying to head shoot them. Yeah, I mean, it's like, a, you know, this this is a whole different deal, you know. I mean, I mean? when this gets real easy for us, yeah. then there's only one thing to do. Yeah. At Laddle, go to the big blowgun. Yeah, we're going to have to blow <laughs> on these turkeys, you know what I'm saying? You know, we're going to have to get all the Tim Wells, you know. And shoot an eyeball. Here. You get hold of Tim Wells, and we're going to get him over here, and he's going to have us. You know, we're going to we're going to blow on these things. But so, um, with what we had this for this uh, season, you know, for that first season, um, obviously it it really couldn't have gone any better. Um, you know, two turkeys on film opening day. Um, you know, with a bow, with on a bow. Film, yeah, yeah, I mean, just just awesome. Um, so. For you guys, uh, John, Frank, Ernie, um, what are your takeaways? Or like, what would you say worked really well, and what would you do differently? There's a whole fuck of a lot better than last year. I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So. Well, I'm not going to say it was just because we changed shooters. (laughs) (laughs) What? I, I would what, say we laid the groundwork of what not to do. What? Here, here's the deal. You know what? We took advantage of two golden opportunities, and that's right. what happens. I mean, you have to take advantage of those opportunities when you get them as a rule. I mean, sometimes you'll get several opportunities. But, right. Yeah. And that was the only difference in a way. You know, you guys were that close. I mean. Oh, man. Last year it was just like I was – I think it was just – I didn't – I. Got I was anxious. You know got what I mean? a little excited. I was. Yeah. Well, yeah. Was that arrow was gone so fast. I go, <laughs> Frank. It was like it was like, wow, you know, there he is, you know, it's like, ooh. You know, I figured I was gonna shoot him. So you the, know. I think we've said this before, but like for the listeners, in this situation, like learning from last year and this year, you're gonna end up having time. So just take your time. Don't rush your oh, shot. Oh God, yes. When they worst, get in, worst thing's going to happen God. is maybe the spooky won't get that maybe shot. Maybe won't get the thing shot. is exactly. You That's got the footage. Exactly right. You got it. You got right. the great footage. Right. And so, but when a when the when them birds are coming in, they're committed like that, and they're going to get into them decoys. Yeah. They're going to just like those three that did you know for us, or and yours, Ernie. Yeah. He came in and he was strutting, and you know, unless you do something, you know. Completely out of the realm. Right. I mean, clink a coffee cup or something, you know. Uh, But you're going to have time to get that, you know, to draw back. You're going to get that shot. Get the shot. You know, unless he comes in with a bunch of hands, you know. But even in my case, there was, I had already drew back. Like I said, I drew back when those, because they come in, I seen them, they were like running towards the decoy. They were completely preoccupied with that. And they gave me enough time. Plus, I could see them through my screen window. So I just drew back, and then I was just at full draw, knowing that I was going to have time to. But I also think, like, again, like I said, I think, you know, having gone through, for us now, this a bunch of times, and, like, now you guys, Ernie and John, were both the cameraman at one time, and the arrow just went, and you were like, what the fuck you know i mean i mean honestly it happened to you twice yeah you know <laughs> that was me i was a shooter I, 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 I totally get it well didn't we but but now but now we didn't even have any sort of communication we were far apart but you guys 
we're like, okay, we're going to let this play out and we're going to, we're going to make sure that we're going to have time for, for that. And that, you know, not to say like, that's why we fucked up. But like, I think, I think from, just... from being the cameraman, I think you guys had a whole nother perspective on. Right. Oh, I'm going to, that was invaluable for me because you realize even Frank shot, for example, when he missed that bird just scooted a little bit and circled around that decoy and wanted more of it. Well, by the time there wasn't an extra arrow ready, right? But a lot of shit was happening in the tent. Well, you could yeah. even say that same thing happened I'm thinking, when I shot at that one man, with I no got blind. Time. You know, with no blind, that turkey yeah. gobbled as the arrow sailed by him. Right, the one up there yeah. at Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, that was my yeah. first filming oh, yeah. episode. <laughs> but it, it's like it's like you know we we, we under. We're starting to understand what you need, you know, to look at, mm-hmm. you know. And what you can get away with. Right. Right. Yeah. So that was like my, my little kind of closing point. It's just you, if them birds are coming in and they're committed like that, you're going to have time to get a shot. Don't get overexcited. Well, but that's hard to do. <laughs> it's hard not to get. But you know what I'm saying? Don't rush because your shot. I get, I'll tell you what. When Ern shot that bird, I'm filming them. You know, and I knew, you know, when the when the lightning bolt left the tent, you know, hit that bird. I'm going. I knew he's dead. I knew he's dead. He's I mean, dead I get turkey. I get you as know? big a kick without a doubt being oh, behind the camera. It was, it was oh, like it was like I was I mean, really. Excited. We'll get to that in the next episode because yeah. there's pressure on you too. When oh. I was sitting outside, when you're filming Frank's tent. And that big old Tom was strutting not even 10 paces from me. And, and, and I I'm didn't sitting, know he's there. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting on a chair. I, I have a little fabric, you know, sticking the ground blind. Right. But I'm sitting on a chair, so I'm up above it. like, And I'm filming. And luckily I had my hex suit on because he had no idea I was there. And the tent and, was your background? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, completely different camel patterns and stuff, you know. I didn't have the ghillie suit on or anything, you know. Haggard. <laughs> so, but my heart, I mean, literally, like, I lost, the one thing is I had uh, the GoPro, my GoPro on loop, but the birds were there for so long, I lost the footage of me sitting there, and, like, when I when I ended up trying to call, like, yeah. after he had yeah. walked back out, and Frank's like, you know, do some calling, and I'm like, I'm shaking. Like, I couldn't even, I would have been, like, clucking, trying to just, you know, <laughs> hold my hand. I was like, <laughs> badass. maybe I would have been doing an alarm putt or something. But, but yeah, I was amped up just being. Unreal what I seen on the camera, though. You know, yeah. bird right, he was right there. He's oh. right there. You know, but just, you're sitting in the tent. I don't see him. I see the well, hand. That's like, the only tent we have. Like, Frank, you don't have that ability to. fucking gobbler right out here. Oh. He was right next to me. Well, so yeah, so we'll we'll get into that one on the next episode. Um, like I said, that uh, an awesome first turkey season, and uh, you know, successful filming, successful you know hunts, everything. And uh, in the next episode is more of the Adam and Frank what not to do show. Um, you know, this is like uh, <laughs> part one. All things uh, go well in a perfect world uh part two uh is a little bit maybe more entertaining 
So uh, stick with us. Thanks for, uh, you know, following along and just, you know, being along for, for this ride with us because, I mean, it's it's been fun. And there's going to be a lot of cool cool hunts on the, the YouTube channel. We got uh, one up. Ernie's uh, kill is up there. The GoPro footage uh, that we're just in the ground with the turkey walking over. That's up. And uh, working on getting uh, John's hunt edited. Uh, our Patreons have already seen uh, the hunt that's coming up. And uh, that's out there on, on YouTube. So check out our YouTube. Subscribe if you haven't seen it. Around for the next one. Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life.